0: Comic Book Characters is an uncensored podcast. You can follow the Comic Book Characters podcast on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neil before pod. We're also on Twitter at Twitter handle CB characters. And you can also email us at CB characters at gmail.com.
1: Live and direct from San Antonio for the first time ever, literally right next to me, is my co-host with the most, the president and CEO of Snark Industries, the incredible, invisible Ignacio. How are you doing, sir, today? I'm, I'm very visible right now because
0: I'm, I'm sitting right next to you. You are right next to me. This, we're, we're making history. First I'm time touching ever. your knee. That's a little <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, This is cool, though. We're yeah. in the same room. Yeah, recording on the same mic. Um, we doing this
1: for over a year. It's the first time. Yeah, we're actually doing.
0: Should at what point in the show should I tell the listeners that I'm kind of hammered right now?
1: Um, right then was fine. Okay, that'll work. So yeah, it's a it's a mini first. Uh, this is probably the most drunk you've been in a recording session, which is fine. Yeah, by far. And I'm not very drunk at all, unfortunately, so we'll see how that goes. Well, you're the one recording it, so we needed you to <laughs> I do soaps. have to engineer a little bit. You need yeah. to be cleaning soaps. A little bit. Don't drink and jive, folks. CBCers out there. Um, but yeah, so this is our first time ever to actually get to record, um, in person together, which is really cool. It's a cool feeling, I gotta admit. Uh, another great thing uh, that you were in town for, and just a little behind the scenes thing that we got to do yesterday, we got to see the band Rivers Want, That's right. who does our theme music now, or uh, our re- really just pretty much all the music that associates with the show. Uh, got to see them live, got to talk to him after the show. Those guys really are great cool, guys, man. Right? Yeah. Super They're, nice guys. Not only
0: are they cool guys, but they totally rocked it.
1: They're man. They're really great live. They're really they're good. Were, they were really fun. And really put fun on the to watch. Show.
0: Very entertaining. And uh yeah, we're we're just uh, privileged to have them as our as our theme song,
1: yeah. as our music. As our music. And and uh, in the works, we will probably have them on in some capacity yeah. uh, before the end of the year for sure. And they're they're big like Star Wars comic nerds too. So that's that's going to be a really fun conversation I think whenever we get around to it. Um got quite a few things to talk about this week, and for those of you out there in the CBC universe that have been saying, pleading with us, pleading with us week to week, we want more DC, we want more DC Comics related material, you guys are Marvel fanboys. Yeah, we really are. Quit sucking the Marvel D. Yeah. Um, guess what? Guess what? Yeah You're about to get DC'd up the ass Oh, no, all, all up in there uh, This is going to be a very DC heavy show yeah. Which is great though There's, There's been some some good things coming out uh, Some interesting things uh, A lot to look forward to this year But let's go ahead and start off with that The biggest thing I think And it's really kind of interesting You know, yeah. if you follow me that I th- I'm following you Okay, right, yeah. good Glad, appreciate it I follow you anyway <laughs> Thank you yeah. You can always be my wingman. Yeah, Yeah, always. okay, any day. Any day. Um, I actually lost my train of thought. Okay, no, yeah, so... where are you going with that? So the big movie that's supposed to come out from DC is the Batman vs. Superman, right? Yeah. But, but I really honestly feel like the buzz, the most buzz that DC movies are getting right now is Suicide Squad. Yeah, I agree. And for better or worse. Now, um, you and I are, have talked about Suicide Squad before... And we actually got to see their first official trailer. DC Comics did this kind of unique thing where they spent like 30 minutes, I think it was 30 minutes, on CW Network promoting kind of their their movie universe, basically, and how it's going to all work out. And they refer to it as their the Justice League universe. Yeah. It's not the DC Comics cinematic universe. like the MCU. Right. It's just called the Justice League universe, the JLU, I guess is what they're right. calling it. Um but we got to see the Suicide Squad trailer in full with, and I'm, I gotta admit, sweet-ass music. They got some, some it. Queen. It doesn't we, get any better than that. We talked about this before. It's funny that they ended up using Queen, because we were just talking, the, like I think, the last podcast about like how awesome Queen is. <laughs> uh, and so, hey, man, more power to them. Uh, that's not a bad step. Uh, it's bringing me a rap city, which you know, a lot of people associate with Wayne's World, but still... Uh, if you're gonna put, you know, that kind of music, I really got a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of vibe from the oh, marketing. Totally. Yeah, right. Like that's... I did too. Here's the thing, and I, and I'll let you, I'll let you go into yeah. a little more depth on this because you're the Let's one that brought this take. Off, off Okay, so here, okay, my take is this: it really looks like with the way they do the coloring of the Suicide Squad, it's multicolored now. You've got a lot of the purple and the green from the joke. I heard people ri- joking
0: about how, like, oh look. Somebody found color in a DC movie. Yeah. Because, like, all the Zack Snyder's movies are basically, like, practically black and white, how dark they are. Right.
1: Right. And you see the pink Lamborghini. It's all shiny. And there's lights coming out of it and stuff. I like that. I like that they're kind of getting away from the, like, monotone palette that they've been using so far. Um, At the same time, and this is the point that you made off the air that I thought was really interesting... Is that if they've already shot the movie And as far as we know they're not doing any reshoots Now the movie isn't coming out for a while So there technically is still time for them to tweak a little bit But if they've already shot the movie And the movie was shot kind of in a serious way uh, Like the previous kind of images we've seen And the little teasers we've seen All made it seem like the movie was going to be kind of Dark and and dim and gritty Like the other um, JLU stuff that's, that's been done so far This is like complete 180 from that Yeah and is it just a marketing thing or is there really room in this movie for that kind of i don't want to say lighthearted lighthearted's not the right word but it's it's more whimsical playful? whimsical or playful no. what do you think
0: uh no i i i think from watching that trailer there was some real there was like some dissonance there where the the it was trying to play it was trying to be playful in the way that guardians was like you mentioned mm-hmm. But the the imagery for me didn't really match the tone they were trying to set in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It almost reminded me maybe to like a less extent, but do you remember when Fantastic Four, the Fantastic Four trailers came out? right And like they were just the first were, one was like interstellar. They were interstellar and they were they were really serious. And then like out of nowhere, there was like one really, that like it was like it was all jokes. They might as well have just had like wow. I a, feel good like playing in the in the it, background. Yeah, yeah, like it was basically like I'm a comedy. I'm
1: walking on <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And yeah. it was
0: like, what is this movie? This is not the movie you've been selling me for the last, you know, three months. Right. That's how I felt watching this trailer. Like I don't, I, I, I feel like they're trying to get a broader audience, or maybe they're trying to get away from this idea that DC movies are dark and serious maybe too serious whereas Marvel kind of is more playful and mm-hmm. kind of lighthearted, know, lighthearted. and so but to me I feel, I, it, to me it came across a bit disingenuous I might be proven wrong once the movie comes <clears> out <throat> but that's the sense I got is that it's not really that
1: kind of movie so, so you would say or you were arguing that it's kind of more of a marketing ploy at this I, yes, point yes now, I mean. it, it seems like they're going heavy in this direction though I mean I've seen some kind of mock ups of some of like what uh, maybe some of the shirts in, or we are going to look like maybe like a Hot Topic and they're, they're they're colorful they're 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 yeah. sort of you know pushing the color thing um yeah it's going to be real interesting now I another another movie yeah. to
0: mention too is not not just guardians but deadpool yes i think they were trying to do a little bit of deadpool in this in
1: this trailer definitely got that feeling especially yeah. with the kind of the violence but there's humor and violence right, right. and 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 I'm not I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Guardians was fantastic. Guardians might be the best Star Wars movie that's ever come out. Yeah, I agree with <laughs> you that. You know, like Guardians is really good. Deadpool looks like it's going to be amazing. I'm really excited for it. We'll touch on Deadpool in a little bit, uh, more in a little bit as well. But you know, it, it. You know, the one thing I will say, and and just kind of polling the internet, right, and polling kind of the nerdy people that I know. That are into this kind of stuff. They seem to be pretty jazzed for for Suicide Squad. I would think. I would say honestly, more than the Batman versus Superman at this yeah, point. I am, and yeah, and I am too. Even
0: after, even after having said all that, I still am more
1: excited. So about I that. think I think at the very least, what DC has done here and the marketing people have done is they've definitely amped up the interest in this film one way or the yep. other. And one thing I do really want to kind of pick at in a good way with this trailer, and you only see you only see and hear it for a little bit. But, man, I... Okay, as much as I think the tattoos, and I'm never going to back down from this point, <laughs> the tattoos are so stupid on the, Joker. on the Joker. They're they're so dumb and distracting and terrible. I think Jared Leto is going to really do something nice with this world. There's, there's this part in the trailer where he's lying on the ground. I think he's surrounded by weapons or guns or something. He's just laughing. And he's laughing, yeah. and that laugh is... That's a good Joker laugh, yeah. and it's different. It's not, it's not Jack Nicholson. It's not yeah. you know Heath Ledger. It's not even um, you know Cesar Romero. It's it's not any yeah. of those. But it's its own thing, and it's it's kind of creepy in a way, but like playful, and it's I like it. I like it. I well, like I like what I'm seeing from that.
0: I think with the Joker, you you can either go jokey or you can go dark, right? And you can kind of do a little bit of both. Heath Ledger was more the, the dark Joker. Kind of dark was, and twisted. Yeah, yeah, Jack Nicholson was more the jokey
1: mm-hmm.
0: Joker. I feel like with this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in the notes they went, we're going to make the darkest Joker we can possibly make, or at least the darkest one that we've seen in the movie universe. Yeah. Um, and most people probably think that Heath Ledger's that guy. I feel like they're going to try and push the envelope and make Jared Leto's Joker the most dark and twisted version.
1: Very. Tw- um, I think twisted's a great word yeah. uh, for that. It's And, you know, that one thing about leto and, and this is i think he's got the acting chops to pull it off yeah because because whatever this is going to end up being if if those notes are you know like those hypothetical notes are what are what are on for the character that's not an easy thing to pull off no especially when you've had these this is an iconic character where other people have played it very well um they're very highly regarded uh but i think leto has the chops to really bring something to that role I'm very excited about that. About did you read Joker some being...
0: of the notes about how like method he was with this role? Yes,
1: where he's like sending the gifts. Like and, he's like, nuts. Like yeah. he went
0: crazy essentially. Yeah, which I think Heath Ledger kind of did too, right? Yeah. Right. Obviously, and that I mean maybe that wasn't the best thing for <laughs> psychologically, <Yeah. laughs> but I mean, um, anyway, I, I think he's like he really he really took this role seriously, and I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know we've we've been kind of critical of the way that they've been showing the the Joker so far. I think this was kind of the strongest showing of him of anything I've seen from this mm. movie. He looked he looked scary for the first time to me. Yes. And that that's in what a they're very in a me. very
1: unsettling sort of unnerving right. kind of way. Right. Like a, like a Nine Inch Nails music video come to life. Like let's not talk about that. Okay. <laughs> that's that's a story for another time, <laughs> kids. Um so another thing that they actually got to cover in this DC uh Special that they had on the CW, um, which if you've got in you know twenty minutes, thirty minutes, I think it's on the internet somewhere. You know, maybe give it a watch if you've got the time. It's pretty interesting. You can see the footage. But one of the things that they really was surprising that nobody thought what they were actually going to show was they showed some Wonder Woman footage for yeah. the for the Wonder Woman movie with of Gal Gadot. Yeah, uh, and and um, you know not a whole lot, just a little bit here and there, just the tip, but <laughs> just the tip of her sword, you know, yeah. and the shield maybe, but. Man, I gotta say, from the small bits of of the movie that they showed, really intrigued, and and especially very impressed with the just the cinematography of, of what they shot, yeah. What they showed like it looked like a very polished. I I won't you know maybe not Oscar film, but like almost like a gladiator, like you, yeah. you said off the air. You it know. looked like a period piece
0: essentially. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, my curiosity is like, how does that tie into seeing BBS. seeing her at in BVS? And I don't, I don't know. And I mean, it's it's in, it's intriguing in that there's a lot of questions around that, and it's like, how are they going to tell that story? Um, and we get to see Chris Pine, you know, showing off how much of a feminist he is. <laughs> he like, in the club. this is important. This is really important that we have these kind of stories right now. That was that was a that was solid Chris. Bryant. That was really
1: good, Chris. Pratt. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't have a pine off because you would have destroyed I me. I would have beaten you that in the pine really off.
0: Anyway, thanks, Chris, for coming on the show this week, uh, dude. So I don't know, man. I like there's not much action really in it except for her like riding horses.
1: Well, and then there's that one thing where she kind of like swings around in slow yeah. motion. Looks cool. It reminded me a little bit of, like almost like 300 in a way. It's very stylized, but but not hokey. Not like. Not Zack Snyder hokey, you know, if yeah. that makes any sense. Um, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot to kind of take in, but what we were shown, I felt like that's a good start.
0: I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think, uh, and actually, uh, um, I feel like I name-drop Christine every episode we do, but she did mention, the, like, you know, this, this Wonder Woman is like an Amazonian warrior, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm, I'm going to give Gal Gadot the, the benefit of the doubt, and I, I hope she does well, but, like, really doesn't fit that kind of, like... Physical style, you know, she doesn't look like like the person you would imagine to be a warrior, an Amazonian warrior. So I wonder how that's going to work out. Um, she's very kind of like traditional, pretty, attractive. Not pretty attractive. I mean, pretty and pretty, pretty and attractive, comma, but
1: not necessarily. A lot of physicality to the... Yeah, to I, don't, I don't know person. how that's
0: going to play out. I don't know how she is as an actress. I don't really know. I mean, yeah, it's hard it's, to it's say. It's a lot of unknowns. It's um, a lot of unknowns, and she's going to have to carry this movie. Whereas or, in BVS, she's playing a, a side role where she doesn't really have to carry too much weight. All of a sudden, she's going to be the main focus of this movie. At the
1: same time, maybe that's a really smart thing, that they're introducing her that way. So that
0: you know her a little bit going into that movie. right?
1: So, yeah, I... I i i think you're right i think the, the sort of unknown quality of, of the actress um that she's bringing to this role is is something to kind of keep in mind but we're gonna get we're at least gonna get a glimpse or uh, you know a little bite of what she can do hopefully how is her american and accent because... by the way have we actually heard her no, say anything that's the other okay. <laughs> thing yeah because she's got a very strong she's israeli
0: isn't she yeah yeah
1: and, and it, it's there and that's fine um but at the same time What does an Amazonian Accent sound like Is she gonna be American Like what's well, her Well no I think
0: She's probably gonna does Sound she? like an American Person okay. wouldn't she uh-huh. Just cause I feel like That's how the comics right. Universe works Yeah Unless Well we'll see yeah.
1: I mean you know Like Black Widow They kinda <laughs> yeah, With uh, Joe Hanson She kinda Did she do a Russian accent a At bit, some point A little bit And then bit. it went away right? Yeah A little bit And then it's just like kinda, Forget it Yeah Why Just Yeah <laughs> Yeah Yeah Um and then, so, uh, the other thing coming out of this, uh, the DC Universe special, was uh, Kevin Smith co-hosted it with Jeff Johns, who's one of the ad writers, just kind of a head guy over at DC, and he's... Kevin like, Smith could not hide his nerd boner throughout this entire special. <laughs> yeah. he was well, out of control. So, okay, this is, we were talking about this off the air, I didn't mention this, but I we to bring it on the podcast. So, actually, what's so funny, and what I think is part of why Kevin Smith was nerding out so bad... <laughs> is that I think part of the reason or part of how they even got him to do this special, because he carries so much weight in the nerd circles. Yeah, like, he does. You know, the DC was smart to, to acquire his talents. But his daughter, his daughter, whose name is Harley Quinn, right? <laughs> right. She's, she's a teenager now. He was given the actual bat that Harley Quinn uses in the movie. Oh, man. And he gave it to his daughter, That's Harley Quinn. Cool and harley quinn his daughter said that one day she hopes because she's kind of an actress she's getting started in the business and she says one day she would like to actually play her namesake how cool so that she was harley quinn her, her is name is harley, harley quinn. quinn and she kind of looks like harley quinn she's and she, blonde and she's wow. kind of tallish and you know she's kind of goofy like she probably could do it like wow. if she continues to act and gets better that you know there's a there's it's not impossible. But it's kind of cool that they gave her this bat from the movie. Like, they actually gave her the bat. I think that's kind of why Kevin was like... Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't bite the hand that feeds kind of thing. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. And, and do he, you know... Like, is he more of a DC fanboy? I think... I think at his core he's more of a DC... he a Batman he, guy. Defi- he loves Batman. He loves Daredevil. Right. But, but he, he... There are properties that he likes in both. But I think if you put, like, you know, gun to his head or whatever, like... Harley Quinn bat to his head. It's gonna be it's gonna be DC. Um, but one thing that Kevin talked about on his podcast, which is called uh, Fat Man on Batman, and I don't mind name dropping that. If you listen to our podcast, you'll probably like his too. Um, but he talked about being on the special with Jeff Johns, but they didn't they didn't use all the footage. They didn't use everything that that those two guys talked about. And one of the things that Kevin and and Jeff talked about. Was the idea that the the DC universe, what makes it very unique, especially in comparison to Marvel, is that the DC Comics universe uh, relies a lot on something called the multiverse. And the multiverse is this idea that there are multiple Earths, right. and they all have different kind of qualities. Like there's there's a there's an Earth where basically all the heroes are villains and all the villains are heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an earth where all of the heroes are just much older it's like they're basically senior citizens there's one where all of most of the heroes are black and I mean there, there's just a, a wide variety of these earths and uh is
0: Darkhawk on any of those earths? probably not okay I mean he's Marvel but I thought maybe maybe, they maybe he'd still survive no I don't even
1: think I mean
0: he's he on any of Marvels? Marvels yeah. yeah okay
1: but well you know we'll see yeah um
0: so yeah All these universes. So all these
1: universes. And so basically what Kevin Smith was was asking Jeff was like, what are the chances that they address this multiverse thing in the movies by referencing the TV versions of the characters, like the Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, as part of a multiverse? So like this is a different Earth's version of these heroes. So in that sense, they could still interact possibly or show up or you know, they could kind of have these really wide expanding storylines right. where, and that's, that's honestly something Marvel hasn't even touched. Yeah. Uh, in their cinematic universe, it would really differentiate what DC is doing. Uh, I really yeah. feel that would give them kind of a one, not necessarily a leg up, but like it definitely gives them something that Marvel doesn't have right now. I'm not saying that's the direction they're going to go in. Kevin kind of posed, uh, that question and Jeff kinda of was like, Well, there's the I think what he said was there's a there, we've left doors open to that possibility. So not that it's something that they're going to do, but that it's not impossible at the same time.
0: I think it's worth exploring, but at the same time if you once you open that door, yeah. It's it's hard to close it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like And it gets confusing. And it gets confusing and I don't know if that's the best strategy. I feel like DC right now is probably probably has a board somewhere with like how do we differentiate ourselves from Marvel? I'm sure they have that conversation. Also,
1: probably how do we make ourselves exactly like Marvel? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the Suicide Squad trailer, but yeah,
0: right. I mean, and may, maybe that's maybe that's the way they go. where They're just like, you know what? Maybe we won't beat Marvel, but let's at least kind of share a piece of the pie here, right. you know, and kind of do something similar. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, I think there's an opportunity for that. It would be cool to see the Flash, you know. Movie Flash
1: and see TV Flash. I mean,
0: it would be interesting. It would be an interesting moment. But I don't know. Once you introduce that concept, then you kind of have to go with it, right? You can't just, like, drop it. Yeah. You have to actually create two or more universes. Yeah. And I don't know if you really want to commit to that.
1: It's a lot. The other thing you have to consider is that, uh, a lot of the TV actors. I'm looking at you, Black Canary, on the Arrow show. She's terrible. I can't think of the actress's name. I don't care because she's terrible. But if that woman was on the big screen, I would fall. I would go into a coma. I would immediately fall asleep. She's terrible. And she can't act. And she would make me go into a coma. And uh, you know, it would be terrible. So, so yeah, well, sometimes, sometimes the level of acting for the TV characters maybe wouldn't translate yeah. to a big film. You know, um, I agree with that. So I mean, from
0: everything you've told me, the Flash guy is really awesome. Flash guy is really great.
1: Like that guy would, I think he has what it takes to yeah. to transition, and he could have been the movie Flash. But whatever, uh, I think you're right, though. I think once you open that box, it's kind of too many parts to deal with. I think what might be a smarter move is maybe within the TV shows because there's so many different characters, just kind of have them constantly interacting right. with one another on that level. And leave it there. Yeah, I think that's working out really well. Like the Flash and Arrow crossovers are the highest-rated episodes of each of those shows all of the time. Right. And don't do it all the time. Do it once or twice a season, you know, for the season finale or whatever, and it works out great. And you're you're able to tell really great stories that way. That makes perfect sense. Just keep doing that. I I I think think DC's fine. That I
0: think the probably the the question came up because I would think because of the Flash. Yeah. Because we are going to have a cinematic Flash and if the show continues to be successful we might still have a tv flash mm-hmm. and dc's probably wondering how to how do we do that successfully and not confuse the hell out of people not confuse
1: people divide the fans there's and really so. no
0: precedent for that you know yeah. with like a tv show going at the same time as a movie as a movie franchise where you have two different yeah. actors playing the same character at least i can't think of one
1: I'm trying to think. There was like the Terminator, Sarah Chronicles. Oh, right, yeah. Con- but I don't think there were any movies out at the time when the right. show was on. So, uh, yeah, it definitely. Uh, that would be an interesting thing. We'll, well, I guess we'll have to see how it plays out. I, yeah. By the way, just the last podcast, I referred to um, uh, Grant Gustin as Gustin Grant.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> That's how his Gus name Gra- shows up in a in, like a in a yellow page. And actually,
1: you know what? I'm going to double check it right now because okay. and, and, I'm going to get it wrong again.
0: You know, before we before we get off of, well, you know, let's just do this real quick.
1: Grant Gustin. I called him Gustin Grant in the last episode. Well, that's fine. I mean, so, it's not that bad. But I just wanted to make sure I gave grant Gustin. He's really good as The Flash. If you haven't watched The Flash, and I know you haven't watched Flash, you should give it a try because it's really well done. Yeah. His photos um, are obnoxious. His photos are um, super obnoxious. looks like he's a guy from Glee, and I think he was a guy from Glee, so <laughs> there you go. Nothing against Glee.
0: Nothing against. No, I'm mean, not going to go out against. Glee. Okay. Um. Before we leave the DC universe, mm-hmm. um. We didn't really. We didn't really talk about Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad. That's true. Do you have any? I mean, did what? would did you? Did your take on how she's going to be portrayed in the movie change at all with this trailer?
1: I don't mind the way she's going to be portrayed, and I'm. I'm going di- to. I'm going to. I'm going to dive deep here. This is me. I'm going to jump in real deep. Get deep. Because this, this is like kind of my fan theory, and I'm a little. If this turns out to be the way they play it, I'm going to be a little like disappointed. So, very briefly in the Suicide Squad trailer, what you see is you see the Joker kind of jump, and he does like a, you know, like an airplane into like a looks like a vat of green ooze, goo, ooze or whatever, secret of the ooze, right? Ninja turtles, and so we see that, and then like a couple of scenes later, we see I we see Harley Quinn and joker in that that and he's yeah, holding her yeah. and you see like the blue and the pink Coming kind out of die into the water into the water into the, gooze. into the ooze and and i'm wondering if that's the scene where joker makes harley quinn kind of harley quinn where she kind of becomes kind of crazy becomes like yeah and harley becomes quinn like that part of know. him like part like with him yeah. you know. and and here's my problem with that um In the in the cartoon where she originally comes from, and in the comic book, her origin is actually kind of cool. She's a psychiatrist. She's Mm -hmm. a doctor. Okay, Dr. Harley Quinzel, and and she had an abusive father who shared similar character traits with the Joker. And the Joker does the classic like kind of love and abuse, sort of Jedi mind trick on her. You know, over time, over an extended period of time. And she ends up kind of falling for him, which which is like a believable story, and that happens to people in real life all the time. It kind of sucks. Um, but she kind of chooses him, right? right? She chooses him, and then she becomes Harley Quinn. And even then, she's like not always sure that she should be with him. Like, she's like, eh, am I better off without him? Maybe. If, and it's so much for me to read into from literally a one-second clip no, in this the trailer. No, this is This is good. But if it's some, if in the movie they, they, turn it and they make it so that like he throws her in the goo or maybe he saves her in the goo and that's how that's what makes her fall for him or like he makes her into harley quinn that way it's like him doing it yeah i feel like that takes away so much from the character
0: yeah because it's like she's now essentially she has no agency
1: like she has no she has no power it wasn't her choice right no, I agree, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading way too much into it, but that was the one thing where I'm like... That could
0: like, also be the end of the movie. It could yeah. be, like, towards the end. It
1: could be. Yeah. Because maybe she was already, and again, on her own, choosing to be kind of crazy in her own person, and, and he saves her. Like, maybe you know she she gets left behind somehow or gets put in peril and, and he ends up saving her like maybe he does he does the Joker that is uh-huh. does this kind of romantic heroic thing do you, and saves but, her do you think we're really gonna get origin stories in this movie with all the characters involved no I don't I definitely don't not for everybody. I think we're going to definitely delve into Deadshot's background because that's Will Smith. Right. I think Deadshot and Harley Quinn are the two that we will. You I will, think those yeah. are the two characters where we are going to get It's possible get into we background.
0: don't get any of them. It. It's like, possible. We, we get essentially their current situation. Right. With maybe a little bit of backstory. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I have a hard time picturing a, a full origin story of like, this is how this person became. That's true see. and
1: it, it might not even be necessary. Like not all superhero films need an origin story, for sure. And, and I feel
0: like this is this is a good almost an out, really. Yeah. Because you start off with oh, these are just they're villains. Some, some of our worst, you know, inmates. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a kind of enough of an origin story yeah. in a way. And you can explore the Harley Quinn origin story in another movie if, you know, if yeah, you want to. Yeah. That's
1: true. Like I said, it, it's just my kind of sweaty nerd picky take on a one second clip I think you might be right I'm
0: kind of playing devil's advocate here I don't think you're wrong I just I
1: I just hope that's not the case I
0: could see a a movie where there really aren't many origin stories here
1: I if if it's between the Joker making Harley Quinn and no origin I definitely would rather them go (laughs) to origin yeah I agree with you Um, I just don't like that idea. I don't like how it tastes. I don't like how it sounds. I like, I
0: like what I've seen from her on screen though. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Margo, Margo Robbie. Yeah. Robbie. Uh, looks like she's doing a fantastic job with that, with that character. So I'm not, I'm okay with that. Uh, switching gears, um, completely different thing. Marvel, well not, well yeah, Marvel, Marvel movies, but X, um, Fox studios, uh, Deadpool is now Less than three weeks away So excited dude Can you believe it Yeah it's. I mean I swear Just the other day I felt like it was six months You know Before we would get to it I know
0: And they've already screened it So like there's a lot of reviews Of just like fans out there Already
1: remember when we saw ant-man and we're like damn it man there's nothing coming out until february it's so long from now i know we're like well i guess star wars is coming out hopefully that'll be good (laughs) so i'm glad that turned out good have you figured out
0: what the deadpool post credit scene is because apparently there is one. yeah no i have. do you know what it is no okay
1: and actually to be honest i'm i'm kind of staying away i read
0: i read an article that was the headline was like post-credit sequence is just like kind of jokey and fun or something like that and then and then the comments was like i hope it's i hope it's wolverine and then some guy was like i hope it's cable it's like dude did you read the headline if it's like a <laughs> jokey funny
1: post-credit sequence none of those guys are going to be showing right that. i wouldn't be surprised if there's a wolverine cameo somewhere in the movie yeah you, you know so. that would be good um what and, about and
0: cable because there's been talk of yeah, Cable. that'd be nice do you think he's even in the in the he's been even in the works at this point i think, I, he's, I in, I think, I
1: think he's well i think they're thinking about it but yeah I but don't, he was, I don't, he's not anything that's not been for filmed the yeah yeah i don't think so you know kind of going back to wolverine though as part of this great great marketing campaign that the deadpool people are doing uh they did this thing this little video for australia day <laughs> where <laughs> so random yeah totally random where deadpool like like ryan reynolds as deadpool is sitting on a couch with a goofy hat on mm-hmm. and talking about australia day and he's talks about Wolverine and how he can never forgive Australia because they are the ones that gave him Wolverine. And he's like, actually, Hugh Jackman, he goes, wait, right, which is like, and he, broke, he breaks the fourth wall. He's like, I like Hugh. Hugh's a good fellow. Like, <laughs> which Deadpool shouldn't know who Hugh Jackman is, right? But he does. Um, but also, like, why is he even mad at him if he likes him? Yeah. Well, he doesn't like, because well, of the Wolverine movie. I know, right. And, yeah. But he even goes like, yeah, it was a low point for me or whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deadpool and Wolverine Origins was... It's been terrible! Like, yeah. It's one of the worst representations of a comic book character I've ever seen. Yeah, easily, he, he's totally not the flames, <laughs> which is a, a segment that we're gonna get into it's at some awful, point later yeah. in the uh, in the podcast here. But um, but yeah, it's just a cool little thing, a little one minute clip, and it doesn't hurt the film in any way. They show no footage at all, and it's great. It's it's just more of Ryan Reynolds nailing the Deadpool character, and and I really really can't wait. To go see the film, I already got my tickets, so I'm ready to go. I'm I'm can't wait. Nice. Uh,
0: I got my nerd crew ready to go. Yeah. So once you head back to Los, hopefully
1: doesn't you guys don't get snowed out.
0: Oh, don't even say oh, that. I'm sorry. Why? I mean, well, the thing is, like, theaters are still open. though. Yeah. So really? I mean, I just
1: gotta get on a train. It's poor guys. The
0: guys who got to work. Yeah. Out. Poor guys,
1: the gals at the movie. They I mean, they always look miserable. In the place. Though. Yeah. Can you true. imagine working at AMC? Well, it's I awful. mean, how would you? Yeah. How would you feel if you had to clean up popcorn bits, candy bits, and Human fluids. I'm usually pretty time. good
0: about that because I feel bad for those guys, but everyone else does not care. Yeah, it's ba- you might as well just be like. It's a like a. It's like. like, like.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a pig trough.
0: Yeah, it's awful. Like it's just. It's almost like just, it's like
1: the worst of humanity. It's just they're just they're just vomiting. If you like, give people the option of everywhere. like having
0: someone else clean their shit up, and it's in the dark and like pitch black dark. Yeah.
1: They're just going to do whatever the fuck they want. It's basically, like, the physical representation of the internet. Like, people can't <laughs> see what I'm doing. They don't yeah. know it's me, so I'm going to do literally anything. I think if you
0: gave want. them the option, people would, like, shit into buckets. Oh, if they could. Definitely. In their seats. Definitely.
1: If they could, like, not have to smell their own shit, yes. A hundred percent people would do that. Uh, that's next. That's coming. Oh, I'm, serious, I'm sure that's coming soon. Um, so... You, uh, you know, I'm always getting on you. I think some of our listeners do too. Is that you know? Oh, we, you've been we, telling me for years. Yeah. Yeah. The the we well the, maybe both of us don't cover enough comics. We really are going to make a concerted effort to cover more. Black Panther will be coming out soon. We're definitely going to be covering that. I think we have got Miles Spider Man coming out. We're going to be covering that. Got a few other in the pipeline. But you actually are starting to read Preacher, which I'm so happy about because you've been telling me literally been telling you for like a decade. It's been a Preacher. decade. Yeah. I think you're right, actually. Because like, we are in college. Yeah, it was a decade. And, and, and so, I love Preacher. Preacher is one of my favorite, if not my most favorite comic book story of all time. It's a self-contained thing. It's only like 60-something issues. Part of it... Uh, 66, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's really great. Um, fan of the podcast as well. Alex is uh, loves Preacher, too. I think it might be his favorite. Um, just, I don't know, just name-dropping that one, but... Uh, so you're starting to read it. You're about, what, eight, ten issues in? I read So I, I'm reading them through... Because I don't know... I guess they came out issue
0: by issue, right? Yeah, but when you have the paperback. Yeah, so I got I got volume one, okay. which I haven't even... I think I'm, like, almost done with. Right. So that's, like, what, eight issues, maybe? Yeah, yeah.
1: So what are your thoughts?
0: So Just I was I was curious to go back and and rewatch the trailer because, like, okay, now I have a little bit
1: of... The AMC TV, background. little preview trailer thing. Right. That and have.
0: obviously I'm still way behind with the full story, mm-hmm. so I'm sure the story as it stands right now for me in my mind is going to be radically different by the time i get to the end mm-hmm. uh, but i thought maybe if i'd watch a trailer i would it would find it somewhat recognizable with right. what i knew from the beginning right and,
1: and no yeah. <laughs> so this, Definitely brings not. Us, this brings us back to our conversation from, yeah. from the last podcast which is seth rogan came out and said uh we are diverging right from the story in significant ways is what he said well i and yeah, go ahead. So, like, I think one of the things you said off the air was, where's her tulip, right? Her name's Tulip? Where's Tulip? Where's the girlfriend? Where's she? Who's, at least in the first eight chapters, I don't know what happened, so I'm not spoiling
0: anything. Right. I I, I mean, so many people die in this in this series that I wouldn't be surprised if she's dead by the end of it. I don't actually know, so I'm not spoiling anything for anyone. Well, um, also,
1: to be fair, the comic is, like, 10 or 15 years old, so... I, yeah, who cares, spoilers, right? Spoilers at this
0: point. But... So maybe she's dead and maybe that's the reason, but she's such a big part of the, the initial storyline here. And, I, and and reading it, I was like, oh, this could actually be a really cool show. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to revisit a, the trailer. And that's a
1: really good way to read it now, actually, yeah. because knowing that it's going to be a show, you can read it and be like, huh, I wonder how this would work in the show. Yeah. That's int- I You know, maybe I should start rereading it. To, and now watching the trailer,
0: I, it, it, yeah, I, I, I can see what Seth Rogen means. Nothing really felt familiar to me.
1: I feel like the the titular character <laughs> does. Jesse does. Yeah, he like, does. he
0: he. That's about
1: it. It's on the note. I mean, it's it's on point. It's good. It's good. It's very much the comic, but that's the only thing.
0: Right? And well, and Cass shows up a little right. bit, but Cassie, but even yeah. he he looks he looks different. And I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's he hard sounds to really like judge. how I think
1: he would sound in the. He comic, does. Though. Yeah, it's the same.
0: But Cass is just such a fucking out there character. Yeah, it's I don't. So
1: weird. Uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. That's I don't know. I, I didn't see enough of him in the trailer. But my initial reaction was like, "Huh." Eh. The trailer is. So I kind of int- want someone who's a little like scruffier and like maybe.
1: Just looks more world weary. Yeah, I yeah. guess. It, that trailer is so interesting because it is. It shows you a lot, and it does have kind of a straight narrative with the little kid and what Jesse's telling Yeah. Him. But at the same time, it shows you nothing. Like you just. Don't really know what's gonna happen. There's too many things. Like all of yeah. it's it's such a weird trailer. It's well, a such a weird little teaser. But also,
0: I, I'm really curious how they're gonna make this into a show because the comic is is really weird. Yeah, like it's crazy weird. Yes, and it's also incredibly violent. Yes. Um, and I don't I'm I don't know how it's gonna it translate. I yeah. feel like the show that they're gonna make, whether it's successful or not, has to be different from the comic because that storyline they can't would maybe tell. only. Like it on only HBO. be allowed on, like, HBO. HBO, yeah. yeah. That's the first
1: thing I thought, too. Right. Uh, and it, for a while, it was being sheltered on HBO. Right. So I'm kind of surprised. I, I mean, I'm almost disappointed in a way that they didn't get the deal done, because I feel like HBO right. would have given them the, uh, uh, you know, the the the, the uh, space right. to, to really go in directions that I don't I know like, they're going to be able to on EMC.
0: I like it, though, because it's like, it it's... It's weird and wacky, but it, it kind of I mean it, it tries to explain to you what's happening in the storyline, even as outrageous as it is. Right. That's and I remember thinking of like like remember movie Raising Arizona? Yes. How there's this guy who's like a biker dude who kinda of rolls through and he's like he's like untouchable. He's almost like a godly guy who like goes around killing people.
1: Right.
0: But there's no explanation where the fuck he came from. Right. At any point in that movie. He's just like this being that exists. Right. And this this comic is almost taking that kind of a character and trying to explain to you how that even happens. And it's it's nuts. Like it makes no fuck I mean, it makes sense, but it's like crazy. It's crazy. But it's still cool. Like I I appreciate that about this about the comic.
1: And that's that's actually something that's really that's really endearing to me for that comic is that it is at the same time insane and and like almost otherworldly in a way. On like a Guardians of the Galaxy type level. (laughs) But very grounded. Yeah. And very much character driven and it's just so that's such a difficult story to tell that way Uh, something that that bridges both of those things it's weird there's moments
0: in it where I I could see someone being like okay this is getting too ridiculous I'm just gonna bail out but if you just if you just buy into it which Mm -hmm. I've done it's really... It's actually really well done. Yeah. And it's really gratifying of an experience to read. Garth Ennis,
1: man. I mean, uh, you know, he's... He must,
0: he must be fucked up, that yeah, guy.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure of this, and I'll look it up for the next time. I think he might have served... Like, he's not American. Uh, he's British, right? British, but I think he might have served in, like, the armed forces of some sort. Okay. I think that just messed him up. Like, I think... Well, yeah. Or either that, or he was touched by like death and military death or something early on in his life. He's got this outlook just on just life where, really, like, really twisted him up. If I mean, if I take preacher to be his essential
0: outlook on life, it's like every person has some kind of weird perversion to them.
1: You know what I mean? That they—it's like it's, it's like, not on the surface, right? Necessarily. Right. Yeah.
0: Everyone like the, the facade that people present is completely radically different from what they are. Yeah. You know, in it's the very, shadows. Very, very interesting. But it's a, it's a cool comic, and I'm probably gonna be commenting more on it. Because I'm just reading it right That's now, fine. so I want to talk about it, but it's comic
1: cool. cove. <laughs> not really, sort of, All right. a little bit. Um, so hopping back onto, well, actually no, this is more comic book stuff. So we're still in the comic cove. There we go. Um, something that getting cozy, that, <laughs> getting cozy in the comic cove, <laughs> uh, real cozy up in here. Um, so DC Comics is doing something that a lot of comic book fans are not going to be happy about. It's kind of in a rumor, but there's like. Press material and stuff out, and little promotional things, so it's pretty much a done deal. It's called DC Rebirth, Mm -hmm. and it is a rebranding, redoing of all of their titles again for like the fifth time in the last seven years. All number one issues, and I get it. You want to draw on the new readers, you want people to be able to follow the characters from a starting point a definitive starting point and this one in particular is going to be very different from like the new 52 which is their most recent relaunch um in that with dc rebirth they want to bring all of the comic characters in line or more in line with the movie universe and or the the tv universe yeah so you're going to see elements Or like maybe with Flash, like Iris is gonna be black now or something. Like I, you know, I don't know what necessarily they're gonna do, but apparently they're gonna be heavily influenced by the movies and TV shows, which I mean I guess. But you know, the thing that I worry about that, and same thing with Marvel too, because even with the and oh my God, Secret Wars was, (laughs) in terms of like what they were trying to accomplish, I feel like they really dropped the ball there but it it also this this also points to marvel as well because if they if they try too hard to pull in influences from the movies or the tv shows and this goes for dc and marvel i feel like you're limiting your creators you're limit you're limiting what they can do and and you're limit limiting the breadth of of stories that they can tell and that's not good that's not good for anybody like we, we, you know, the writers and artists that, that that create these these this medium, they need to be able to be fully artistic in what they're in their endeavors. To me,
0: yeah.
1: And so this worries me. It's a little troubling. Um, I love the movies. I love the TV shows. I'm happy to support everything and all of it. But I want more stuff. I want stuff to be diverse. I want pe- different people's takes on certain characters. Like I'm cool with there being a TV flash, a movie flash, a comic book flash. Like I don't want those all to be the same thing. Right. I think I mean your take
0: That it's not really good For anyone I think you're right It might wh- Who it might be good for Is actually DC Right Because It's really hard To run a successful Comic book company
1: In the year 2016 It's a very
0: sure. Very difficult thing And it's not It's not a coincidence That we're seeing DC rebranding itself And Marvel Rebranding itself Because T- Towards the movies Well not only Towards the movie. Yes I mean yes That's also tied into it Right But just rebranding is an act of trying to get people interested again. Right. The Madonna It's basically theory. screaming out and being like, hey, pay attention to us. Right, man. right. Because it's hard to to just hold, you know, to just have consistent readership. It's just a hard thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Comics struggle with that constantly, and that's why you see big-time deaths and rebirths and, and just relaunching, because mm-hmm. that's how you bring people in. That's right. what you have to do. Yeah. Um, so, and Marvel's doing that. I, it makes sense for DC to do that. To tie it in with the movies, because guess what? The movies are doing gangbusters. It's the cash
1: cow. That's where they're making their money. That's where you they're know, making their money. The, so, the, it, it's kind of like, uh, you know, to use college type terms, it's like the UT football team bringing in all the money so that the girls' swim team gets to do their <laughs> thing. You know, in a way like, yeah. like, and, and not to make this this weird gendered thing about yeah, that got really sexist. Sports. Are
0: you gonna? You want to defend that? No, I'm not. I'm
1: sure. gonna walk away. I'm gonna I'm gonna backstroke <laughs> away from it. Backstroke away <laughs> yeah. But my point is Is that The movies are what Drive the, the money The money is what Allows them to even Do the comics Right So I get it I get it If there has to be This sort of, sort of um, Almost symbiotic Relationship between mm-hmm. the two That's fine That's fine I just Tread lightly Because You know I want My flash is I want Different interpretations Of these characters I don't Want this One giant Homogenized thing yeah, where I agree with you. That's that'd be boring. Don't do that. Come on guys, don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> well, there's so many comic
0: lines though that there's, there's still gonna be an opportunity to have those those stories kind of on the outskirts. And worst
1: case scenario there's always fanfic and you know, like there's, <laughs> there's dark hog fanfic out there, I'm sure, yeah. you know, for I'm working on my media. own actually. There you go. Did
0: you know that? I did not. Yeah, so that'll be coming out soon.
1: I'm a little insulted. Why didn't you consult me, man? I, well, I, I I'm I, actually I working out. with another guy, and he's a fan. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, yeah, that's true. I him. would yeah. constantly have Darkhawk King punched in the face. Yeah, you would have him die every, the every, every panel, every <laughs> panel. His power would be that he would immediately get rebirthed yeah. upon death, only to die again within 24 hours. Yeah, that would be his power. I know. It'd well, be amazing.
0: I'm actually rereading all the Darkhawks, and nice. they yeah they're nice. don't they don't age well.
1: Sort of. no uh, no so
0: the best thing about it is he's branded as the superhero of the 90s yes. throughout the comic yes and they're so badly trying to make him the
1: 90s superhero yeah he's just straight up by he's like hey, i i now i can to really read it like he's just like we should read it. this what's that word when something is like of, of its time. of its only time like yeah i don't know A- an an anach- anach- anachronism anachronism yeah. yeah um So, somebody who is out of time. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Anachronism in himself. Yeah. Steve Rogers. So, oddly enough, the night that DC Comics did their little uh, special, their little movie special, which was, you know, cool. Glad they did it. For some reason, Marvel decided to do a one-hour Captain America special, which I actually got to see. Uh, Oddly enough, I talked to Christine. She didn't know about it. And then I told her about it. She got really upset that she missed it. (laughs) Christine's been name-dropped three times, I think. On this so, but it was really funny. Yeah. it like, I felt bad, but it was kind of funny. All right. And, um, sorry, Christine. Sorry. And um, but so Marvel did this one-hour 75th, 75, 75 years of Captain America special. It was really cool. They incorporated the comic, Joe Simon, Jack Kirby. Yeah. They they went and did some Kirby stuff. You would have loved, man. I like know, I'm man. A, I'm gonna I try to find I it. I'm gonna try and find it on the internet I totally so I can send it to you. Because I think you would like that part, especially what, Kirby Mark. I know you love Kirby. Yeah. Um. But they go into, like, the history. It was really good. Well done. Uh, obviously, it was a promotional tool for Civil War as right. well. well.
0: Smart, though. Yeah, yeah, and
1: Agent Carter. Like, right. s- I mean, smart. AB- yeah. I mean, ABC and Marvel and Disney are really great about all that stuff. But one of the really cool things that no one was expecting is at the very end, they revealed this image of Steve Rogers as Captain America in a comic book that will be coming out, I think, this year, Some at some point later on this year wow. and it's young steve rogers because as far as i know right now he's an old guy uh but it's young steve rogers um in a different suit it's red white and blue and i think black a little bit the hat it looks the same the suit looks a little different suits suits pretty significantly different i feel like it's it's designed differently almost more like a like a parachuting guy yeah, like somebody that would be jumping out of a plane, like whatever their gear would look like. Okay, and he, but the most, the the yeah, a, a paratrooper. Eh. No. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest difference by far is that his shield is going back to the triangular shield that he had when he first debuted back in uh like 1941, 1942 uh, when he came out. So it's it's very much more in that vein. Like it's a triangular. It's like an emblem. Yeah, it's an emblem. It's just got the one star, I think, on the new one. I think that covers less area, doesn't it? Definitely, it's harder yeah. to throw. Yeah, not like the but It has, it has
0: this. a sharp end to it, though. It does. So it could kill somebody. Totally jabs
1: one in the throat. Yeah. Uh, the other interesting thing about the the little little teaser art that we saw was that Sam Wilson is in the background. Yeah. Full Captain America gear with the round shield. I feel like that could be confusing. So, yeah, what do I don't know what Marvel's doing? We'll find out. You know, I feel like
0: it, it reminds me of like sometimes... Blacked in America. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes, or I, I've had this conversation where I'll like, I'll put on a black shirt and jeans and like Converse, and mm-hmm. then I'll look at like Alicia, and she'll have like a black top and jeans and Converse, and I'm just like, oh, you know, like we're just look like twins. Do you just go
1: married life? No. <laughs> Hashtag. I try to men. avoid that.
0: Yeah. Cause I see people, I've, I've seen people in San Antonio my, with like. My uh, mom's a
1: huge fan of dressing.
0: Like really Cousins I, I've seen like I've seen like A married people, couple people One time in like Matching jumpsuits Yeah Have you seen that Yes That's, I would never do like that Like the tracksuits I, the I couldn't do it yes. I couldn't do it So I I, I I mean like Okay I'm gonna change Cause I can't I can't do it <laughs> I can't handle it Yeah But do you think at one point Like Sam sees Steve, Steve and he's like Really Is that really what you're gonna Is that what you like gonna Like, like he, like he has I'm, the same kids in Yeah cause I like I'm, I'm good Like this is me This has been me for a while Yeah like
1: maybe I've been find doing a, this while you've been old like maybe find another look dude yeah like be a superhero you're camping my style be a superhero that's cool I'm your friend I support you be original
0: but then, but then I feel like Steve was like no this is my original look I'm gonna be this guy and then and then I feel like Sam's like almost like out of spite he's like well then fine I'll wear the same fucking thing then <laughs> like oh yeah let's see who does I'll, it better I'll make it look better who
1: are, yeah it's kind of like the who wore it better thing who wore it better that woman in the dress, or the orc, like the yeah. Shamu, was one of my favorites. I feel
0: like that was that was probably a really yeah. awkward conversation. Yeah. But now they're both Captain America. They
1: should put that in the comic. That scene <laughs> should be. We should write. We should pitch that to Marvel. <laughs> Have us write it. Yeah. Let us write Captain America. Let us write the Steve Rogers Sam Wilson team up comic book where it's that just them great. constantly like, dude, really, yeah. Like, Like, I'm wearing the red boots tonight. Yeah. Like, just wear blue. What do you... You're always hiding my left boot. Stop doing that. Okay, I know you're the only one else that lives here. Yeah. I know it's not... I know it's not Sharon Carter, okay? Or, you know... Don't tell me it's Bucky. He's not even here. Always hiding my boot. What if they, like, try to out like stars and stripes each other where it's
0: just like one, one day he's just like so stars and stripes that it's like insane yeah like or, every little
1: bit of his body yeah or like one, one like a falcon at some point has a sidekick that's an eagle a <laughs> bald eagle bald eagle <laughs> we need to write this Marvel for pitching this to you who's more on the air we can do this American. we can do this for you guys yeah you gotta pay us but we'll do it so do you think it's
0: coincidental at all that Steve Rogers coming in. Sam's kind of fading in the background. He's still there, though. The year that Obama's leaving office.
1: <laughs> like... If... <laughs> Jeez, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Um, maybe.
0: But then that... Give, you're going to give Steve a really bad blonde toupee? Well,
1: I was going to say... Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, well, what if Bernie Sanders wins? and they can just make him old again. <laughs> so... I don't know, we'll see It's going to be an interesting year for Captain America Happy 75th anniversary yeah. Captain America We're very you know, well happy not. to have you around It's a good good character to have um, So, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of rounding out toward the end of this podcast This monumentous first live recording of this is great. We're both in the same room um, Feels good being Feels next good, to you. I do like it yeah. I want to say that there's one thing that I think would make it a little bit better oh, yeah? What's that? I feel a little bit more at home, if you will If we take a little trip to Casting Corner... Oh, my favorite place in the world. Yes. So here we are. uh, As we near the end, we're taking a trip to Casting Corner. We've got a a couple of really, I mean, on opposite ends of the spectrum (laughs) bits of news here. So weird. So this one I came across, I think, on Twitter of all places, but it kind of spread as things on the internet do. And uh, Danny Trejo, who is in Machete... Right. Uh, he's in, uh, he's just, he's in a ton of Robert Rodriguez films. Uh, you would know him if He's in Con Air. Him. Long hair. Yeah, his, Hispanic dude, Mexican dude. Goatee? Sometimes. Yeah. He has a mustache. Mustache. Long, long goatee thing. Uh, really, like, he was in prison, like, in real life. Like, he literally was in prison for a long time. Um. Probably killed someone. With kill pro- a machete. Probably. Yeah. Uh, is a really nice dude, from what I hear.
0: Yep, I've heard the same thing.
1: Um, so, apparently, he was floating out the idea. His camp, he wants to be Lobo yeah. from DC Comics. Like, if they ever do, like, a Lobo, like, a movie how does Lobo. This, how do these even rumors even
0: get started? There's Danny Trejo reading a comic? He's like, this, and he goes to his he agent. Just points, he just points, yeah. points at
1: it. He's like, get it done. I mean, that that would not surprise me, honestly. You know how it works. <laughs> and then he works, just so.
0: fucking tweets about it. Yeah. Like, how does this even happen?
1: But here's the funny thing. We looked at pictures of Lobo right before we started recording. Pretty spot on Yeah Like you could totally see it
0: Well okay First of all It would have to be Danny Trejo From maybe 30 years ago Yeah And He's like 71. on steroids
1: He's 71 <laughs> yeah. He's 71 It can't happen right. I know that once we We broke this news out Everyone was like Yes that makes sense It does We agree I agree you I agree He's 71 guys. He <laughs> can't do it at this point It's unfortunate it Would have been 30 years ago would have been fantastic There are guys who look like Lobo yeah. I mean we just watched We just watched wrestling And yeah. Roman Reigns is exactly Roman Reigns Yeah He's available He could do it Yeah He's not champion uh, Spoilers Who cares <laughs> He's not champion anymore Spoilers For wrestlers For you wrestlers oh, out God. there Spoilers of the wrestling This comic show Roman Reigns is no longer the champion Roman Reigns is no longer the champion Triple H is me Spoilers Um so yeah, uh, yeah. Roman Reigns actually definitely has that look down. Um, I yeah. can't. I, Lobo. There's, there's other people that could probably do it too. But
0: well, dude, the guy who plays Aquaman, I even though he's Aquaman now,
1: <laughs> but he could fucking be Lobo. Dude, yeah, that guy totally could have been uh, Lobo. Yeah. Um. So that's just an interesting little tidbit. It's a. It's you gotta file it away in the you know wistful dreams. <laughs> The next uh, one is, is a doozy, though. This, this is a good one. This is legit. This is concrete, ironclad, and it is amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready to have your socks knocked the F <laughs> off. Kate <laughs> Blanchett, destroyer of worlds in the acting universe. This woman can do it all. There is no high amount of praise that cannot be thrust upon her that would be untrue or inaccurate. Kate Blanchett is going to be in Thor Ragnarok. As Hella the main villain in Thor Ragnarok. Ig, how do you feel about that? I
0: feel like we left this for the last thing. This could have actually led the show. Definitely. This is a big fucking deal. Definitely.
1: This is poss- possibly
0: the best actress in the world right now. I guess you can make an argument for Meryl Streep, but Meryl Streep's seen her day. Let's I mean, she honest.
1: she had a long run. Yeah. I mean, she's she's Jordan, right? She was Kobe, you know yep. what I mean? Like she, I think
0: if you have an argument of who the best actress in the world is, there's no way you have that argument without having Cate Blanchett in definitely. In, She's she's that good. She is, and we we've spent so many so many of our podcasts talking about how Marvel Marvel goes after good actors, like actors that are known for being great at their craft, good at their craft. Yeah, this is someone who is is the Kobe, you know, the yeah. Kobe of acting. Yeah, I, mean, well, I guess Kobe's not a good example anymore. Like the LeBron, <laughs> the LeBron. I mean, this is this is the top of the mountain. This is yeah. like they've they've gone out now and found the best actress in the world. In my opinion, I I'm a huge Cable Archer fan and she's going to come in and play a villain. Yeah. Like how, like immediately I want to see that movie now more than I've than I ever wanted to see. It. A thousand fold. A yeah. thousand
1: times more. And here's the thing that you and I have both criticized Marvel uh, MCU about before is that you know, sometimes their villains are a little weak. Like yeah. Loki's great. Yeah, Loki's great. Loki's cool. Ultron eh. Yeah. You know, I love Spader, don't get me wrong, but Ultron, man. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, uh, Ronin, man, you know, not bad, not right. bad, but not, not amazing, not like, not like you leave the theater. What about you Whiplash? Get, you know, and we, I never got to that story. <laughs> we were getting to that <laughs> this year for sure. I still remember the story, so I okay. can, I can tell it. We have a great Whiplash story for you guys, uh, Iron Man 2, but... The 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 villains that they have, they're not, bad, they're not bad, but they're not yeah. memorable. No. You don't ever come away from the theater going, "Man, that was like, whew. you know, Cate Blanchett. Yeah, that's a woof moment. Like, yeah, she, she she might be able to solve that Marvel villain and she's so the,
0: the character she's playing is essentially like the queen of hell. Essentially, yeah, like yeah. Marvel's version of hell. Yeah, right. How cool is that? That's and like and there's even a potential here that she could be in in um. Infinity War Infinity War or
1: just anything else in especially the because the from what we hear the next
0: Thor movie is going to be kind of set in the cosmos right which is where you know road
1: trip movie in the cosmos is how I've heard it which I love it's... I love the idea of that with him and Thor by with the him way. and a Hulk
0: right yeah yeah.
1: by the way and yeah on that note when, that movie sounding so promising to me when I heard Kate Blanchett in this film no joke got goosebumps at the idea of Kate Blanchett and Mark Ruffalo acting in the same <laughs> scenes together. You're such a nerd dude. dude I'm such a Mark Ruffalo mark. <laughs> I'm a Mark Mark. Yeah, you really are. Um I love like, Mark Ruffalo so much. Yeah. You like to you like to do it rough. I, do, I like it. I don't want some Mark Smoothalo <laughs> I like it Mark Ruffalo. But the, I, the 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 chance of him getting to act opposite Kate Atchett is just mmm mmm mm, mm, thing is looking good. So good. I'm so excited. This is huge news. I think
0: it's huge. I think it's really, really huge, and I, I I'm, I'm so excited for that movie. Like, yeah. how promising does that movie sound? It just kicks us up uh, cool.
1: so much. Like, it's so, and this is kudos to Marvel, but this just shows you how casting can do so much for a yeah. film. And, and, and I
0: feel like DC hasn't figured that out yet. Their casting decisions have left people kind of scratching their heads or just not really caring.
1: Right. Except for. Like ben Batman, Affleck. Batman and Joker, which they always seem to do okay with. Yeah, but it's always just those two. Yeah,
0: that's true. Like
1: Jared Leto, Joker. Yeah, right. yeah, sure. Looks good. But ben, on board. ben Affleck
0: wasn't wasn't accepted across the board. Not
1: not initially. I think people are coming around to it. And big I, enough name though. And I, yeah, definitely a big name. Yeah, and he's a good actor. I think he's a better director. I don't think he's a great actor. I think he's I think he's a good actor. Yeah, I think he's a much better director. I, yeah, I kind guy. of feel like they got him to be Batman, sort of so that they could get him to direct. Some yeah. of their. Oh, their this is perfect timing. Films.
0: We were going to talk about the new trailer that came out. The, that oh, was super dude. Agile. Yes. Okay. The... No.
1: Okay. Yeah, we can end on that. So we're rounding we're out of casting corner. But as we um, As we get to the end of this podcast, there was a small little trailer, a uh, little teaser trailer that, that opened for BVS. Uh, we're actually going to play it on the air for you all. It's, it's real really short. Cool. Um, And it kind of goes into the Do You Bleed line, but it's got a little bit more Superman flavor to it you kind of understand what their dynamic is. And we'll talk about that uh, after we play it. So here it is for you, uh, ladies and gents. Next time they shine your light in the
0: sky, don't go to it. The bat is dead. Bury it. Consider this mercy. Tell me. Do you plead? Oh.
1: You will. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, and coming back
0: it makes me laugh every day. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you could probably hear us laughing. I tried not to. Um, <laughs> So you get a little taste of, of kind of where Superman falls in. And I like it. I like it. I actually it's, like his lines. Yeah, because it really shows that A, Superman is just kind of super annoyed. Right. Super annoyed. <laughs> Technical difficulties, ladies Technical difficulties. That's what we're I'm doing. We're doing that. this live. Just, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, he's annoyed. He's not threatened, really, by Batman. He's just annoyed by him. He's like, cut it out. Yeah. Like, cut your shit. Stop it. He's like, I'm gonna. Well, the best thing, it starts off with him ripping the doors
0: off, off of the, the Batmobile. Yeah. And he's just like, and then he delivers these lines like, Yeah. I'm just, I'm not gonna fuck, I'm not gonna fight you. I'm just gonna rip the kill doors you. off of you. I
1: could car. kill you. Like, that's what he's saying. He's like, I could just kill you right now. Yeah. Stop it.
0: But I feel like in any other context, if somebody rips your doors off of your car, like, that's not really, that's not like.
1: You that's to come at me, bro.
0: That's a come at me, bro. That's not like a. It's just a safe warning. Yeah. Just stay away from me. It's, you know, it's like let's start. Let's start some shit now.
1: Okay. To be it's, fair, not not in that trailer, but we saw in another one that Batman does try to run over Superman with the Batmobile. That's a good point. He runs right into him. So,
0: is there is there like a, a, a scene afterwards where Batman's like driving with like no
1: no doors? <laughs> oh my god! Please <laughs> let that scene be in the movie. Please, please, please let that. Are you still like taking Uber? <laughs> Dude, he needs a tow truck? Become to uh, good. <laughs> so, but, yeah. So, and this is something you brought up last time, and we'll end on this real quick. But the do you bleed? Superman leaves. Yeah. Pause. 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 Right. Pause. Wait until he's completely out of the picture. Way <laughs> Back in Metropolis, <laughs>
0: You will like, <laughs> dude, just like a petulant child. It makes him look so weak because he says it while he's not there instead of to his face. The
1: first time I saw it and heard it I was like oh cool Batman's like not afraid and that's cool. Like he has no powers and he just ran into this guy and he bounced off of him. I would be scared. But in this context he just looks like super weak. He does. Yeah. It's it's really funny. I, I I don't know if it's meant to be played for laughs, I'm pretty sure it's not, but it does for me and I'm okay with it. It entertains me. It's
0: it's funny though, that like it's still it still comes across as such a fucking Zack Snyder movie, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it does. It's so serious. It's, like God damn, man. Yeah. It's I mean lo- like we did have that one little moment of fun in, in the last trailer where he's like Who's she? Oh, she's not with me. You? Is she yeah. with you? I thought she was. Yeah, I that's she was cool. With you. And I, I, you know, I, th- I like
1: that that they're introducing that. But uh. Here, you know, here's the other thing too. Zack Snyder to me is that comic book fan as a kid, as a teenager, that was like shaking his fist. Pardon me, shaking his fists. Like comic books are a real art form. <laughs> they have real stories with real heart and they're legitimate. real. They're yeah. legitimate. Like you know what I mean. And yeah. he was like trying so hard to convince people. The comics were this thing, and, and they are that thing. I'm not saying they—they definitely are that thing, but they're also comics. They're also about characters and spandex flying around yeah, and claws right. popping. to cause have, a bit pop of fun. In. You have fun with it. There's a balance there, yeah. and I feel like, so far from what we've seen, Snyder just kind of errs on the side of taking it real serious, and that's the one thing bringing it back to Suicide Squad, <laughs> where you, yeah, again, like you said, we won't really know how the movie was shot or what the tone is in the actual movie but at least with the marketing now makes it look like they are starting to understand yeah. that maybe concept maybe they're hopefully not Yeah. hopefully not because we're still even though it seems like it's late we're still at the very beginning of kind of their cinematic right. universe yeah. you know what I mean That's like they true. really That's haven't done a lot yet so anyway that, that I think but wraps it up man, man. Uh, how do you feel doing this I feel drunk yeah okay That's yeah I feel pretty drunk good right now. So, um, anyway, um, okay, Are you, you just, you just did the Hulkamania <laughs> handshake with me. Nobody not what I was that. looking for. Not you gave me your hand and I shook I it. I thought you were going to do your, your, your tag. <laughs> oh, that's
0: right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. And anything else? Anything else you want to add? No. No? Ready to go. All right. Well, until then,
1: Fortress of Motitude is close. Stay super, everyone. All right.